This podcast is for you, the modern man. I'm Dr. Ann Trung, your host. I'm an intimate health medical doctor and best-selling author of the book, Erectile Dysfunction Fix. I'll do a deep dive into sexual health and performance and how it affects men of all ages and backgrounds. So let's get started and be sure to visit my website at sexualhealthformenpodcast.com for more information and resources from the show. See you on the inside. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our show, Sexual Health for Men podcast. Today, we're going to do a little different format. It's going to be myself and my husband. I'm Dr. Ann Trong. I'm Bao, her husband, as she mentioned. I'm also the executive director for her practice. Just a really uh, fancy word for uh, her love slave. And But before we go, I want to also introduce another member of our team here, of our podcast, uh, hopefully you can see this, him. It's Bodhi, our dog. So he'll be with us throughout this whole journey. Uh, he's a, a Cavalier King Charles, and he's uh, uh, 10 years old, and he's been in every uh, part of our life. And I want to mention that uh, the new show format, we have actually decked out and checked out for you because we bought the Rodecaster uh, Pro and the Stream Deck, and we want to present our best to you. It took us a week to learn how to operate the tech. We needed our support of of our uh, techie guy, uh, Zebulon and Jurgen to really help us through this uh, journey. So this is our first show. So be patient with us. It's going to be raw. It's going to be authentic. But we want to deliver good content for you all. Uh, on that note, uh, a week ago was uh, Chinese New Year, the year of the tiger. And the tiger is known for bravery, confidence, strength, and strong-willed, opinionated, and stubborn. Our daughter, Kelsey, was born in the year of the tiger, and she certainly exemplified all that uh, strength. And uh, also, February is uh, Heart Health Month. And on that note, I want to discuss about heart health and how it's related uh, to ED and uh, discuss about the common mistake that men make when uh, they're facing uh, with ED. So on, on that note, I know that you wrote a book on the common mistakes, as you mentioned, uh, when facing ED. And uh, I want to know, and I'm sure the audience wants to know why you did this. Well, the uh, reason why I did that is because I've treated over 7,000 men with ED, and I see that by the time they come and see me, they already take uh, ED medication. It's not been uh, working, but they don't realize that some of the things that they uh, are trying to do uh, and uh, the information they get on the internet is really harming them more than really helping them, and that it just delay uh, them from getting solution to fix their ED, and we're going to talk about it more today. And uh, studies have shown that you can have good sexual activity all the way up to your 70s to the day you die if you know what to do to continue that. Uh, what, what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, I, for one, I, I definitely want to enjoy intimacy beyond my 70s, uh, going even the longer than that into my grave. And, you know, honey, I know that you can appreciate that from a self-interest perspective. Uh, so I definitely want to enjoy the intimacy, you know, as long as I can live. 
Well, you know, and, and women should think about the same thing as well. And in a future episode, we'll talk about uh, uh, women, uh, um, changes in a woman uh, for sexual health. Uh, one thing that will knock off confidence in a man uh, in his sexual performance is that, you know, what I want to know be interesting is that how many times uh, a man uh, cannot perform until it starts perfecting his, uh, uh, affecting his confidence and and start to become a performance anxiety. Is it one? Is it uh, 10 times uh, or uh, 20 times? I, I'd like to hear what your thoughts are, so please comment below uh, uh, to see how many times you think it would take for a man to have performance anxiety. Uh, what are your thoughts? Well, when it comes to performance anxiety, I, I believe that uh, experiencing that once is enough. And I personally do not want to ever experience that. And thank God you're my doctor and you've definitely uh, helped me with that. And thank you for that, by the way. All right. Yeah. It's uh, one of the best doctors you know, right? (laughs) (laughs) The only doctor I know. uh, And that's the only one that I trust, especially when it comes to sexual health. Uh, you do take good care of me. So uh, what I want to ask you is, uh, what, what is what is the mistake that, that men make uh, when facing uh, with ED? What is the number one mistake? Well, the number one mistake is that, uh, number one, and I want to stress, and I put that number one, is men think that ED medication is the only solution to take care of ED. In fact, ED medication actually make your ED worse because it doesn't address the, the, the root cause of the problem of ED. Uh, ED happens because of poor blood flow down to the penis. And if you take ED medication, all it does is just relaxes the smooth muscle of the penis. And uh, while it gives you short-term result, in the long run, it actually, your, your root cause, of the, uh, which is blood flow, actually uh, gets uh, worse. And so, but it will create like a false sense of confidence, a sense that, hey, things are working. And I equate that almost to taking pain medicine when you first notice having uh, back pain. You become addicted to it. You become dependent upon it for performance. It becomes a crutch and just sapped away your uh, um, confidence and spontaneity. Um and that, you know, you don't have any type of spontaneity when you take this uh, ED uh, medication at all. And that men that has chest pain, they can't take the ED medication as well. Again, it's a Band-Aid and it doesn't really solve your uh, ED. But the worst thing is that you don't find out about it until just a couple of years uh, later. Uh, and that's when you're like, oh, my God, you know, this doesn't work. Uh, I'm, where, where, do I, where do I go? Uh, from here, uh, you know, a man's erection is a marvel of biological engineering because it takes like six systems to work together from your brain all the way down to your penis. And it has to work together in coordination and in balance uh, to uh, uh, create uh, an erection. Know that uh, ED uh, causes 90% of physical 
uh, meaning medical condition causing that, and 10% are psychological. And uh, you can actually restore blood flow with ED by just uh, changing your diet, like to eat a diet like a Mediterranean diet and doing um, high-intensity exercises about um, 180 minutes uh, a week and sleep. Just a simple uh, sleeping of seven hours can go um, a long way. Well, you know, I just want to say that um, right now I'm, I'm very nervous, actually. This is my first podcast ever uh, with, with Dr. Ann and looking in the camera and talking. Uh, but it actually, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Uh, but I, I can comment on the ED medication in that uh, I had ED in the past and I was on medication. And what I've noticed that being on medication, you lose the spontaneity as well as the confidence and, and really have to plan out the intimacy and I know that with my darling wife here, that used to disturb her a lot. And that's why we began this journey with her being the, the uh, sexual dysfunction physician. Uh, she eliminated that variable. I mean, how, do you, how did you find that, honey, in terms of now, you know, we can be more spontaneous without the medication? Well, certainly, you know, it kind of break into your routine. You know, you're hot and heavy, you're ready to go. And then, you know, you have to take the medication. You got to wait for at least, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Uh, and that, you know, you have to uh, uh, watch what you eat because eating a fatty meal can uh, decrease the potency of uh, the medication. Uh, and it just, in the long run, it just doesn't do you any good at all. Uh, and it's like taking pain medicine. Uh, so we realized that we, we, uh, that we need to treat the cause of the problem uh, early, and that's exactly uh, what we did. But spontaneity is, uh, is uh, critical in, uh, in a relationship. And I think spontaneity also improves intimacy, too, where, you know, going back to what I said uh, you agree with me on this? Is that you don't you know it's you don't want to plan things out. It, you lose that spontaneity, and it's uh, it just doesn't work that way. Um, so uh, moving on, uh, what what is mistake number two that men with ED make? Well, mistake number two is that uh, men think that ED only occurs in older men. That is not true at all. In fact, men uh, uh, 20 to 40 years old, 25% of them actually uh, have uh, ED. Uh, you can actually still have ED while you have an erection. Uh, because uh, ED is defined as the inability for a man to have enjoyable sex and uh, with uh, penetration. So ED can range from a longer to take a rouse to have uh, a, an erection or a partial uh, erection or you have an erection and you lose it down to all the way to the severe range which is no erection uh, at all. And... Um, uh, the interesting thing is that the, the younger that you have ED, it is easier to reverse the symptoms and get, can have longer uh, uh, improvement. So my, my, my point is that uh, if you're young, you can still have uh, ED. And if you have it, don't go for that pill. Look for long-term solution that can reverse uh, why you have ED in uh, the first place. So... Let me clarify. Um, you can have an erection but still have ED condition. I thought that uh, ED means that you have no erection at all. I mean, I don't, I don't understand that. 
Right. And, and that's what a lot of our men think as well. In fact, a, a study shows that 67% of men do not even realize they have ED because they still have an erection. So, um, because, because an erection is created by blood flow. And uh, just imagine in your penis, there are two pipes that are open like this big when you're younger. And as you get older with a certain medical condition, the pipe becomes smaller. And because of a little uh, plaque that gets deposited that de- uh, that impact the flow. And so when you have less flow, you can still get some input of uh, blood into the penis, but it's just not as much. So therefore, that's why it takes longer or that you have a partial erection. It's kind of like turning on the the, um, uh, the faucet. You know, you're not turning it on full. You just turn it on partial. You still get the water influx coming in, but it's not as much. So you think about a blood flow in that sense, it's that if you're not having a firm erection like you used to have, then uh, you should certainly think that I may have ED. And there's a questionnaire that uh, we have that uh, you can take uh, to determine whether you have ED or not. And it ranges from mild, moderate uh, to uh, severe. So it's almost like having weak water pressure in the pipes. You're not getting a strong pressure with the water flowing out. Huh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, what is mistake number three that men make when uh, with, with ED, men have ED? Well, mistake number three is that hoping that ED will go away. ED, in fact, affects at least 30 million men in the U.S. And there are at least new cases of ED of 600,000 thousand new cases a year. Wow. And this is just an underestimate. This study was done in 2009. And I assume that it's a higher number uh, at this point. And the reason why it's, it's so common is that um, in order for an erection to happen, it had to start from the brain going down to the penis. And the brain is the largest sexual organ in our body. And there are six systems that is involved. Uh, involved the brain and then processing of the emotion that you have and then the hormone that is released from the brain and then uh, the nerve, the nerve from the brain going all the way down to your spinal cord nerve and then affecting the blood vessels and then the penis muscle itself. The penis muscle is a smooth muscle and it's controlled by the autonomic uh, nervous system of the sympathetic and the parasympathetic sympathetic. What's interesting is that these six systems that I mentioned have to work in balance and in synergistically. Uh, and therefore, if you have many uh, steps in the system, there are many uh, chances of, um, of having a problem. And that ED is actually a warning sign of potential heart attack, heart disease in seven to uh, 10 years. A third of men actually uh, go on to have uh, heart disease. And that we know that the number one killer of uh, men uh, in middle age is uh, um, heart attack. Uh, the reason why this happens because the penis is small and the blood vessel that goes to the penis is the smallest in the body. It's about one millimeter. And that the uh, uh, blood vessel is affected first. And then the next blood vessel is two millimeter or three millimeter. And that involves the heart. The heart is about two to three millimeter. And um, 
uh, um, the penis shows the first warning sign, and then if you don't do something about it, it'll progress to uh, affecting the heart and uh, the arteries of your extremity, a condition called peripheral vascular uh, disease. Um, and also, ED can cause anxiety and depression and frustration, and therefore, relationship will uh, suffer. Well, you know, I always thought that um, ED uh, was just caused by by the penis itself, uh, because that to me is uh, just another, you know, what men describe as another brain that we have. Uh, but it's really interesting how you've described it that there's there's d- different uh, systems that it can affect ED. Uh, so I find that very interesting. Yeah, and and that's what I want to point out that it really starts in here. And that's why uh, how your um, uh, your uh, processing of your senses, visual, uh, the smell, the taste, uh, the sound, it, it can cause arousal. And uh, ED medication actually does not help you with arousal at all. All it does, it just relaxes the muscle of the penis. So uh, you can circumvent that by working on the largest sexual organ, which is your brain and uh, using uh, your senses. It makes a lot of sense. That's how you fix me. Um, so go, going on, moving on, what is mistake number four that men with ED make? Right. Uh, mistake number four is uh, men going on online dispensary to order ED medication. Now, we stressed uh, uh, earlier that ED medication does not treat the underlying cause of why you have ED, which is poor blood flow. It's like if you do that, it's like as if you have uh, chest pain and then you go online to order medication for your chest pain. Would you do that? No. Why would you do the same thing for uh, your ED? Now, taking that when you have ED, it's a private matter. It's a lot of emotion that goes into that. And you certainly don't want to discuss it with, you know, um, maybe your doctor or even your spouse. And and that's why uh, you want to go online uh, because it's more discreet. But just know it's almost the same thing as getting uh, medication for chest pain uh, online. You really need to be evaluated by... uh, uh, a sexual medicine uh, doctor who can really look at you comprehensively, your history, uh, doing a good physical exam on you, look at all the medication that you have, uh, checking out your heart, the, your glands such as your thyroid and uh, your hormones, looking at your pulse and uh, doing a prostate exam as well as a thorough exam on uh, the penis and doing a questionnaire to evaluate uh, if you have ED and how severe it is. Also looking at doing a questionnaire like the, called the Adam questionnaire to look at your testosterone hormone level and doing comprehensive lab testing that look at all the, um, the intricacy from your brain all the way down to the penis and uh, evaluating the six system that I talk about, you know, from the brain all the way down to the penis. And also looking at your lifestyle. What are you doing? Are you smoking? Are you sleeping? What diet are you uh, do, uh, uh, are you taking? Um, exercise and um, other toxic behavior that may contribute uh, as well. Now, I know that uh, patients whom uh, we've spoken to, I've talked to, that have contacted us uh, initially have gone through the online dispensary with uh-huh. medication, and it only works for a while, and the, the common theme is they, they let me know that 
they're not speaking to a medical doctor. They're not getting the personal attention or, or even the expertise to fix their issue, their, their, their condition. And uh, these places, all they want is, uh, you know, to prescribe a medication, which, you know, we all know, now you all know that it really can, is, is bad for you if you have ED. Um, so de- definitely uh, the common theme is to, to see a medical doctor, uh, whether in person or just have a conversation. Um, so any, any thoughts on that? Well, you know, um, sometimes it's just easier just to go online and seeing somebody online to give you uh, a medication. Uh, um, seeing somebody that really examine you and look at you thoroughly for at least an hour really goes a long way in addressing uh, the source of your problems. I'm always addressing that uh, approach uh, at this time. Okay. What is mistake number five? That men with ED make? Well, mistake number five is ignoring simple things such as lifestyle factors that really can affect your ED. Uh, do you know that uh, certain uh, medication that you take over the counter can uh, affect uh, your, uh, your erection, such as uh, medication, antidepressant, antihistamine, um, um, anti-ulcer medicine, ibuprofen, high blood pressure medicine, pain medication, and of course, recreational uh, drug, but simple things such as um, diet, like eating a lot of uh, sugars or processed food can um, affect your performance uh, and smoking, uh, stress, uh, prolonged stress, and uh, drinking excessively uh, of uh, alcohol. And I mean like, you know, um, you know, five to ten, you know, uh, hard alcohol a day. In fact, you're allowed like two drinks a day or two beers a day or two glasses of wine a day and you should be okay. Um, Even not having uh, sex uh, frequently. Uh, If you don't have sex, uh, it's like uh, the penis. You use it or you lose it. Uh, The the penis muscle can actually atrophy if you don't use it. Uh, Like your bicep. You don't go to the gym. Uh, it's gonna start, you know, getting smaller or atrophy. And the same thing with the penis. You don't uh, use it, it, it gets smaller, it gets scarred down. And then when you actually try to use it, it's not gonna be as good as it used to be, right? So why why are you uh, surprised if you haven't used it and then you try to use it, it's not as good as it used to be? So I, I, I would recommend at least three times a week for sexual uh, activity. Um, um, sleep, not getting enough sleep it can, can contribute to your uh, erection uh, capacity uh, as well. Now, you know, now I, I have a better picture of that because I consider myself uh, an athlete. I exercise every day. I play tennis at the college level and I've experienced ED. Uh, also, I don't, you know, don't have any, I don't smoke. But I never realized that sleep deprivation and ulcer can lead to ED, of which I admit I had that. And I'm sure a lot of you out there in the audience have had some of these symptoms, maybe not all, but some of these symptoms. And I just find it interesting that overall that can itself affect ED. Correct. Right, absolutely. You can actually be in good health and uh, have ED. I, I've seen many patients in their 30s 
and um, not overweight, exercises, they're muscular, but they come in and they have ED, and a lot of that due to probably sleep and prolonged stress and probably not eating the best diet uh, they could eat. You know, a, um, a low, very low carb, like keto diet, sometimes it's not the best uh, either. It should be a balanced diet, and I recommend the Mediterranean diet. So on that note, uh, I want to stress that there are many other options to treat ED without medication or surgery. Uh, And the main thing is the treatment should be geared towards increasing blood flow to the penis and also changing uh, your mindset. like I said, the, uh, the brain is the largest sexual organ. But to increase blood flow, there is a, a, a procedure called platelet-rich plasma where uh, I get uh, blood from, from your, your own blood and um, treat that in the penis to restore blood flow. There's also another modality called shockwave therapy where you use uh, uh, sound wave and deliver that energy to the penis muscle to restore blood flow, as well as hormone replacement therapy. And for men, it's uh, testosterone. Um, men, uh, uh, testosterone level decreases after the age of 35. And um, some men, uh, just a 10% decrease, they can uh, uh, see a change in their erectile capacity. And simple things like I talked about earlier, lifestyle changes, it's a such as diet, exercise, sleep, um, and uh, also uh, there's um, uh, peptides like uh, uh, PT-141, which uh, stimulate the nerve in the penis for uh, an uh, erection. But the bottom line is there are many other options out there to treat uh, ED, uh, get the right treatment uh, as soon as you realize that you have ED. Well, I think you hit it on the note is that you have to get the right treatment and also to be treated by a credentialed, uh, experienced physician um, to to fix the ED. And uh, you know, I, I've had my ED fixed, and uh, you know, by by uh, Dr. Trung here, Dr. Ann. And uh, I just want to mention that initially I was hesitant in doing it because with the PRP shot entails injecting PRP into the penis. And I was a little bit apprehensive, but I went through with it, and she literally uh, forced me to do it, and I did it. And I'm so glad to this day that I did it because it fixed my ED. I can be spontaneous, and you know, I'm sure you, you, uh, the audience out there, you would want to be spontaneous and really have someone uh, with credibility to fix your ED. Well, what that will, will conclude uh, our show uh, with ED uh, with uh, Bodhi here. And uh, if you uh, would like to get a copy of this ebook where I go into it in more detail, um, the five common mistakes men uh, face when uh, they have uh, ED, go to our website, sexualhealthformenpodcast.com to download this ebook. And I appreciate you being uh, with us for our first uh, show. And we will see you next time. So see feel, you the next time. So feel free Bye-bye. to laugh at us. It's our first show. And uh, we really enjoy being with you today. And I leave you with uh, a thought. Uh, use it or lose it. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Sexual Health for Men podcast. 
If you love this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and post it on Facebook, Instagram, or wherever you post. And be sure to tag me and let me know why you like this episode and what you like to hear in the future. That will help me know what's great for you. And I would love to give you the most incredible free gift design to help you improve performance quickly. Go to my website at sexualhealthformenpodcast.com to get the book, The Five Common Costly Mistakes Men Make When Facing ED. I would appreciate it if you subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, and just know that you can have sexual vitality for life. I appreciate you. Until next time. <laughs>